Gareth, welcome back to the program. Hi, Matt. How are you going? Thanks for having me on. No, I'm doing very well. Uh, Gareth, how do we find you on this Tuesday afternoon? Tuesday afternoon, um, yeah, well, thanks. You know, just have a look at the, the FIFA World Cup. Um, you know, busy at Football West, mm. across some coach education and sort of player development programs for next year. So, uh, but looking forward to the Christmas break, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure you are, as a lot of us are too. Uh, now, um, before we do get into the World Cup, uh, which we will definitely cover and, and preview what's to come, there has been some big news in the A-League over the past uh, 24 hours or so. Gareth, what's your reaction to the A-League and W-League Grand Finals heading over to Sydney for the next three years? It was a decision made by the APL board. A few of the owners haven't had their say on the matter. What do you make of it? Well, you know, if you earn the right during the year and be consistent and you're winning your games, you finish on top, why wouldn't you earn the right to hoist the final? Mm, yeah, no, it's a great question. And to be honest, you know. So um, I know during my time at Perth Glory, I think we earned that right where we had a grand, two grand finals in, in Perth. So, um, you know, um, look, there must be reasons behind it. But, you know, it's uh, it puts teams or uh, other, obviously, A-League teams at a, at a massive disadvantage in regards to home advantage. And, you know, I mean, if, if you had a Perth-Wellington final and you host it in Sydney, I mean, you know, if you had a, you know, an Adelaide... Uh, Melbourne final and you host it in Sydney, you know. So, um, yeah, there must be reasons for it. But, mm. you know, if you, if you earn the right, why can't you uh, host a final? Do you, do you feel it's purely a financial decision? Look, I'm sure like, in, in modern-day sport these days, you know, the, the commercialisation of the sport is obviously high on everyone's agenda. So I'm sure maybe, you know, along their lines of... Uh, um, making these decisions that that's high that's high up in their their thought process as well. But you know, um, for the for just the fan and just the you know the, the people who love the sport, I'm sure they would like uh, their team to host finals, especially if they've earned the right to that during a, um, the period of a season. Definitely. Mm. Can you see this decision being overturned, or do you think it's definitely locked in? Um, well, look, it's, it's probably definitely out of my league pay grade, if you know what I mean. So, um, look, if, if they've made decisions, usually the decision stands, you know. Um, and obviously, uh, unless uh, people make some noise. Uh, so, you know, I, I presume that will be up to the powers that be and, and the the other A-League clubs. Yeah, OK. Uh, well, what did you make... Uh, oh, let's let's uh, let's move on, Gareth. What did you make of the Perth Glories win um, back here in WA at Macedonia Park? 2-1, the final score. A great result for the Perth Glory. Look, I think so. I think it's, uh, you know, a good result for the fans. You know, more importantly, good result for the players, you know. Uh, winning games breeds confidence, you know. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, I think Ruben and his, uh, the players and staff would be really happy with their, the, the win, the performance, and obviously just springboard you into the next game with with some really positive purpose. The Glory, they're going to be looking to replace Bruno Fornaroli, who obviously moved across a little bit earlier on in the season. Uh, do you have any sort of inkling on, on who that player might be or what the Perth Glory will be looking for? Mate, uh, you might know more than what I do, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, if, if you're going to replace someone, it's, you know, if it's in that front area, you know, we, we, we've got to be dynamic, got to score goals. You know, I'm sure Ruben has got the profile player that he, that he wants to bring into the club. Um, you know, to to try and uh, re- replace Bruno uh, Fornarelli. So, 
you know, I, I think that um, obviously he's got to fit the style of play that, that, that Perth are playing at the moment. And but I'd say that look, the main the main criteria would be mate, we need a player who can score goals, mm. who put the goal, you know. So that'll be high on his agenda. Mm. So um, you know, and uh, like I said. Um, um, it'll be a, an important addition if that's what he's looking to do. Perth Glory, they're sitting 11th on the, the table at the moment, but they're, I mean, we're, we're only early in the season. Obviously, it was just their first home game uh, back. Now, do you see that win being able to propel uh, the Perth Glory moving forward and perhaps they're making a bit of a rise on the table? I think winning games are important. They're important to players. You know, um, it provides... Uh, um, opportunities to uh, show players what they're doing well, show players what they need to get better at, and I think it shows the coach that maybe what they need to get better at, and gives an opportunity to do that on the training track. You know, um, so um, this opportunity is, I think, really big for Perth Glory, and you know, um, it's really important. I, I'm a, I'd like to think that the players would be really happy with themselves and 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 ready to to use that sort of performance to move on to their next game, you know. So, um, you know, also I think it's it's good for the uh, uh, Perth community, the football community. We want an A-league team who's excelling and that's, you know, um, doing well in the competition. It's important. Mm. Speaking to Gareth Navin uh, here on Sports Drive this afternoon. Gareth, as mentioned, we've got the World Cup semi-finals to look forward to. Argentina, Croatia in the early hours of tomorrow morning, then France, Morocco in the early hours of Thursday morning. How have you seen the World Cup in Qatar so far? There has been, well, uh, it's fair to say some controversy um, outside of the football, but, you know, on the park, it's, it's been great to watch. How have you seen it so far? Yeah, I think it's, it's, there's been some surprises you know, in regards to performances, uh, you know, um, Australia have been fantastic, you know, um, Japan uh, as well have been fantastic, um, you know, and I think that, um, you, you know, it's been a tournament that you've seen teams uh, that that are not so established excel really, really well. And that's probably, you know, the, the investment that a lot of countries have probably put put in uh, in regards to their competition structures, their their development, and uh, you know, I, I just think that um, it's been a you know a, a really nice World Cup to watch as well. Um, some good surprises along the way, mm. um, and obviously we've got Argentina and Croatia, which are really established football nations and renowned in, in regards to the the players that, that that sort of play across the world in all the different competitions. And obviously France and, and, and Morocco. Um, you know, Morocco are an African nation that's excelled really, really well. Um, but obviously you, you get down to the real, real serious stuff of, uh, you know, the semi-final, some individual players from each team that, that can really change matches. Most of the teams have, you know, really stayed in the game as long as they can to, you know, whether it's through uh, extra time and penalties, uh, whether it's, you know coming back from 1-0 down, or, you know, to drawing games, to staying in games. So you know, it's been a really resilient World Cup for a lot of the teams, to be honest. Mm, yeah, it certainly has. I mean, when you look at Australia's performance, making it through to the round of 16, it was a great effort. It really ignited a lot of people and fans here uh, in Australia. What do we have to do to go 
a little bit deeper next time around and, and really promote the game of football here in Australia? What do we have to do over the next four years, do you feel, Gareth? Yeah, look, I, I think the, the performance of the soccer is just fantastic for the uh, for the country, you know, and obviously what what they've done. And I think just springs, springboards really well into the Women's World Cup, which obviously uh, starts in uh, in Australia in that July period as well. So um, especially it, it can affect, you know, as well as participation, Across the um, across the game, encouraging kids to, to to play play more football or start more football if they haven't played it before, um, you know. And, and I think as well, uh, you know, I think a real consistent approach how we, you know, develop our players and develop our coaches over a long period of time. I'm not talking five years, six years. We're talking, you know, consistency over ten, twenty, thirty years in our approach to. Um, Develop players, develop our competitions um, for you know those players, you know thirteen to sixteen, and and those players playing, um, you know at, at twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three years old, getting really, um, you know, competitive, hardened in regards to the level they're playing at across the A League and, and and obviously some of the overseas competitions. All right, let's get into it. Two semi-finals to look forward to. Firstly, Argentina taking on Croatia. Lionel Messi up against Luka Modric, two absolute superstars of the game. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, we know Argentina, you know, one of the favourites heading in. They've been very good, except that one blemish against Saudi Arabia. Croatia, well, they've just been able to hang on, really fight hard and take games to the absolute limit and, you know, be able to win in, in penalties a lot of the cases. How do you see this one playing out in the early hours of tomorrow morning? Yeah, I mean, um, Croatia hang in and stay in the match for long periods. And I say you've got Modric who can pop up. You've got, you got players in their team who can pop up. And the same with Argentina. Um, they've been quite dynamic at stage in their possession. And, mm. and Messi sort of can assist, create, and, and sort of score. You know, all those sort of... Uh, um, you know, he's got a lot of creativity and can really change the match. And as you know, you've seen him on numerous occasions change the match and by assisting or scoring goals. And I just think Argentina are, um, are sort of building into their to their sort of group stages, qualifying stages, now the semi final. So I'd, I'd probably tip Argentina for this game against Croatia. Oh, and, Gareth. Well, I don't know if you'll be allowed back on the show, but that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, that, so, look, it's, you know, it's going to be a, a very good game. Hopefully, it's entertaining. Hopefully, it's open. Hopefully, there's a lot of attacking play. Uh, but, but, you know, these sort of semifinals might be a little bit more of a cat and mouse sort of approach. But, uh, you know, there's definitely um, individuals who will change the match, win the match for both teams. Yeah, certainly. It's going to, it's going to be a great game. Really looking forward to this one uh, overnight. France-Morocco, <laughs> obviously France... The, the reigning champs, I mean, they won the, the last World Cup four years ago um, and, and it was just uh, such a dynamic performance from then. Morocco, well, they've been the un underdogs this whole tournament. They are through to, to a semi-final. Geez, can they upset this France side? Yeah, look, there's definitely one thing. They won't be scared of anyone, Morocco, in regards to what they've done through all the stages of the World Cup. That's for sure, you know. Um Confidence will be a massive thing in regards to that. Um, obviously, uh, France will um, have had the, the history, the background of being uh, the, the champions. And, you know, uh, with that, that brings certain expectations. So, I, you know, um, individually, 
you know, Morocco have, uh, have done really well. And, and obviously, like you say, France, they've got their players that are renowned in, in regards to established competitions around the world. So really, you know, interesting game. You'd like to think in regards to um, the favourite, you know, it, it makes sense that uh, France can can move forward in, in regards to beating Morocco. But, you know, they've, they've done... They've done really good things in this tournament, so you, you just wouldn't uh, you wouldn't count them out of anything. No, you wouldn't, uh, Gareth. It's been an absolute <coughs> pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for for taking the time, and uh, all the very best. We uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of the World Cup and uh, enjoy your Christmas to come. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, wishing everyone uh, all a merry Christmas and uh, uh, a happy New Year across across your program and, and obviously uh, across uh, obviously this great state of ours as well. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much.